Okay, so really quickly, by the time you're listening to this audio, I have released the Undocumented Founder Playbook. This is the exact step-by-step -step playbook I used to launch a business as an undocumented student at 19 years old. I did a headshot photography business for college students and I made around $10,000. It's also the current playbook that I used to launch my current business. Uh, I run entrepreneurship programs for undocumented students at different universities in California. So if you are considering starting a business as an undocumented student, recent graduate, or young professional, consider downloading this playbook. It's free and the link will be in the description. All right, so in this episode, I will be talking about chapter three in the Undocumented Founder Playbook. Uh, is there demand for your business? Test it, okay? So the steps to starting a business are the following. Step one, get a business idea. Step two, write a one-page business plan. Step three is now time to test it, okay? It's time to test it, right? Ideas are not everything. It's good to have a business plan, but now it's time to get out of the building like they call it, uh, and li like how they called it in my accelerators, and actually go and speak to potential customers, right? And there's four ways on how you can not only test your idea, but you could also start talking to people, right? So the first way is to offer your product or service for free, right? And this is important. I don't know how many people have time to do this, but if you are able to do this and you have the flexibility, um, not only will it help your credibility because it's going to show other people that you actually know what you're doing, um, but you'll also learn what works and what doesn't, right? And you can offer it to a limited group of people, do it a one-time offer, and uh, see what they think about it. Get feedback, get testimonials, use images for your portfolio, your MVP. We're going to talk about that in the next chapter. Um, but, you know, to give you an example, when I did the hedge, when I had the hedge of photography business idea, um, I was like, how am I going to take this to market? How am I going to let other people know about me, right? And uh, I did a free event on campus. I invited 12 students to come for free headshots. Six of them actually came to the event, took 15-minute headshot. They loved it. I gave them my business card. Then I got referrals from them, and other people started, you know, booking me. So that's how I got started, right? So, but again, I already had the photography skills. I already knew how to, I had an idea, so I didn't really have to develop a product or a service. I kind of just, I, I just put something really quickly with the skills and then I tested it, right? I, and through this event, I remember that even though I made no money, like I learned everything from how do you take photos of talk clients? What is the best time to, you know, to get the best lighting outdoors? Um, what lenses to use, right? So you're gonna learn all these things um, if you do it for free and you get to work with people, right? So you get real-time feedback. That's the best one. Uh, but yeah, that's one of the ways that you can start testing your idea, okay? Number two, uh, the second way that you can test your idea is by conducting surveys right so one of the things that i did when i had this idea of helping undocumented students get more career opportunities was i sent out a survey and in this survey i asked them what are their main problems what are the solutions they're currently using today and if there was a hypothetical perfect solution how would that look like right and um, i remember i got like 150 responses i sent it out to all my friends i was like hey i just need one more one more and uh, yeah, had 150 responses, got a lot of quantitative feedback. Now, the only thing that I don't like about surveys is that even though you get a lot of quantity, you don't get a lot of quality, right? Just because these people filled out your survey doesn't mean that they're going to use your product and uh, or service, 
right? So that's that's the downfall of it. You get a lot of data, statistics for marketing and stuff, but it doesn't really give you that one-on-one -on -one feedback that you might be looking for, okay? The third way is another good one, is uh, conducting interviews, right? And these interviews, you could do them in person, you could do them via Zoom, you can do them via phone call, right? Uh, but in these interviews, you wanna interview your target customers that you're that you're going for, right? So for me, I didn't do this, right? But one of the things that I could have done is I could have interviewed a group of, you know, fourth years in college at UCLA, asked them questions on like, hey, what platforms are you using? You know, do you need a headshot? How important is it? Um, you know, are there other photographers that you currently use, right? And that is what I could potentially would have asked, what I should have asked them, right? Uh, but these interviews, just use them as a way for you to connect with people, use them as a way to learn about their pain points. But the beauty about being there in person or virtual is that you can jot down notes on certain questions. And again, you could ask them this question. If in a perfect world, if there was a perfect solution out there, what does that look like to you, right? And when you ask that question, they're gonna give you all different responses and you're gonna get to learn on like, okay, maybe you were thinking of building this service this way, but their ideal solution is this, right? Maybe if I would have done the interview, the interviews for my hedge of photography business, I would have realized that, oh, maybe it should be tied with career centers, right? But I didn't do that, so I would never know, right? But, uh, I actually interviewed people last year when I launched a entrepreneurship course for undocumented people. I had 55 students uh, in just two months, right? But it came from interviewing 15 people before I even launched, learning about, okay, what are their main questions? And then I even gave them an offer of like, hey, would you like to you know, purchase this? Some people got it for a dollar. And um, those were the people that I had already interviewed. Right, so they get a discount, boom, boom, boom. So interviews could be a good way for you to, one, gather feedback, two, learn about their pain points, three, build your network, and then four, start building that list of potential customers. Right, so that's the other one. And then number four is the most ambitious one that I um, I haven't really, well, I didn't do it in the past, but now with the company that I'm building right now, or like the, the pivot that we made this year, um, yeah, it's just been about selling the product or service that I have, right? So if you feel comfortable enough, comfortable and confident enough in your business idea and you have the skills and you have some experience already doing it, try to sell it to a group of small client, to a small group of clients, right? To test the waters and see if there's demand for it, right? So let's say you're starting a web development company. You can offer your services to a few clients at a lower price, kind of like what I mentioned, uh, test everything, get feedback, testimonials, but make sure you include that, right? Before you go into the contract, before you do anything, you know, gather all the feedback, right? Now, what do you wanna focus on in this stage is talking to people, getting feedback, and um, jotting down notes, right? Jot down notes, what are people saying, what are some, because once you do it, let's say you do 15, let's say you do 100 interviews or surveys, you're gonna have data behind um, the different pain points. So now you're no longer guessing. You know how like in the business model canvas you were guessing? Now you're no longer guessing. So that business model is not gonna stay um, static. You know, you want to change it over time, right? You wanna change it. So if you find out through this surveys or you find out through these interviews that some of these people don't like X, Y, Z or they want, you know, a, cer a certain solution, then you include that on your value proposition, or you find out that maybe a customer segment does not is not really a fit for what you're trying to build, you cross them out, right? 
it's a working document you work on it um every single time you do this but yeah so that's it that's how you test your idea i've done this multiple multiple times um you know through all the side hustles the pivots i've made through the prepared company but um yeah this year i'm just kind of jotting down but yeah start there and now for the worksheet what i want you to do okay for the worksheet because this chapter also comes with the worksheet is i want you to do uh, two things so the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to select a testing method okay you don't have to do all of them ideally i recommend you do interviews with people or potential clients learn about their pain points learn about what would be the perfect solution for them right um and then once you choose the testing method out of the four that i mentioned you are going to start uh to execute this testing method right so we'll, you know you're going to write down let's say you start doing surveys right your goal is to write down what is the objective? What information are you trying to find out? You know, are you trying to find out pricing? Are you trying to find out the product? Are you trying to find out the customer segment, right? Also focus on the target audience, right? Who is the who is the group that you're gonna interview, right? On your segment. And that's why it's important for you to do the business model, the business model canvas, right? And then an execution plan, right? Um, I remember when I was part of this uh, accelerator program, uh, they had us, do this every week our goal was to interview 10 potential clients and um that's exhausting i'm not saying you should do 10 a week um but if you you know aim for at least 10 to 15 to start get that feedback and then i'm going to show you on the next chapter how you can use that feedback to create your first product your first service and then just take it to market right because the fastest thing you need the fastest um way that you launch a business is by doing it and then launching into the market. You don't have to overthink a lot of things, but here in this in this phase, you just want to gather as much feedback as possible and just to see if there's demand for it and what type of demand. Okay? Awesome. Hope you enjoyed this uh longer episode as well. Uh if you find it helpful, make sure you give this video a uh, If you find this helpful, give this a rating, okay? And be motivated and stay motivated.